Welcome to Talking Payroll. My name is Tracy Angwin. In this conversation, I speak to Michael Chapucha. Michael is the State Manager for Employee and Transactional Services for Healthcare New South Wales. And Healthcare New South Wales pay all healthcare employees in the New South Wales government. So I think every single public hospital, uh, Ambulance New South Wales, all the executives, anyone who has anything to do with healthcare, the public sector health in New South Wales. This is a really fascinating chat. My mind boggles when I think about the volumes in this payroll. If you want to know how someone manages a payroll operation with 160,000 fortnightly paid employees managing a $10 billion payroll with 280 payroll employees over three service centres, then you just can't miss this episode. I hope you enjoy this conversation with Michael Chaputra. So, Michael, thank you for joining the Talking Payroll podcast. Oh, thank you for having me, Tracy. Now, you've spent, you've had a really interesting, um, interesting role. You spent the last 13 years working in the payroll industry in, uh, in the health sector in Australia, first with New South Wales Ambulance Service and now at HealthShare. How on earth did you get into payroll? Okay, well, it started off as a, as a gig after I finished my um, um, university. So, I studied accounting. Um, and, and university, and, and I did part-time roles as an assistant accountant, which includes payroll function. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I um, graduated um, looking for a job, I landed a role at New South Wales Ambulance as a payroll clerk and never looked back. Right. And so what is – tell me, a lot of people haven't heard of HealthShare. What do you do? Okay, so HealthShare New South Wales was established um, a couple of years ago to – basically as a shared service provider for New South Wales Health. So um, we started on a journey of um, transitioning um, payroll functions from local health districts, which, which are the hospitals, um, into um, a shared service model. Um, so we are basically providing payroll services, um, shared financial services, and um, procurement um, to all um of local health districts or New South Wales health agencies. Wow. So how, how big is the payroll and, and how many people in your payroll team? Okay. So we've got a total of 160,000 employees um, mm-hmm. paid in one um, platform, which is um, Starlink. Wow. It's Oracle-based. Oracle, Oracle based. Um, And the um, turnaround, turnover of payroll is about $10 billion a year, which, which is one of the biggest, largest payroll in the southern hemisphere. Wow. So to do this, all this, I've got um, over 280 wonderful employees. Wow. Uh, That's a big pay office. Yeah, across across three um, um, service centers. So there's one base here at Parramatta, um, one at Newcastle, Charlestown, and one at um, Westmead. Wow. Um, there's just so many places to go <laughs> with that sort of volume of employees. Are they fortnightly paid generally? Yes. So um, yeah. they, we've got we got a mix, but majority are fortnightly pays. Um, we do have monthly payroll as well, which is um, which comprises for our, all our executive um, team within New mm-hmm. South Wales Health. They're all monthly. Okay. Well, and, I mean, you've got to have so many challenges in a, a payroll of that volume, but what, what do you think the biggest challenges of a healthcare payroll are? 
Well, being healthcare, especially um, New South Wales Health, the, the one one of the, the biggest challenges for us, I think, is the multiple awards. So we've got over 50, 51 awards um, across New South Wales Health. So to cater for that um, in one uh, large HRS system was was quite a challenge initially, and it, it is still is. Um, so that's that's something I think. Um, is one of our biggest challenges to be across those 50 awards, understanding them. So when we do get um, inquiries from our staff, we are able to um, to answer them and um, resolve it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've also probably got one of the largest payroll teams in the country. I, I'm, I struggle to think of a payroll team that would be more than 280. I can't think of one. Um, and I know some pretty, pretty big pay offices. What do you, what's the most important thing for you in managing a payroll team of that size? Okay, so I guess first of all, the biggest important thing with with large team is, um, I guess the um, the people side of things. So we got to mm-hmm. make sure um, our staff, um, their health and well being are really looked after, um, and that's something that as as an organization we are. Uh, that's one of our um, priorities. Because without without our staff, we won't be able to do the things that we're doing sure. today. So it's 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 that it's it's also developing our staff um, mm-hmm. uh, further because we are looking at um, some of their roles changing um, possibly in the future. Um, mm-hmm. uh, more more along the lines of providing more value add services rather than just your your normal business as usual, being more analysts, yeah. giving giving our, our customers basically um you can say a story storyline of what how you know we can analyze the data that are coming through because we do have we do have those data coming in um giving our customers that perspective of you know with the trends um any any um any rooms for improvements any process improvements we can we can do all that um and that's something yeah that fantastic so where do you find your staff? Because even if you had a moderate turnover, you've got to be recruiting for payroll people all the time. Yes. Look, um, fortunately, um, we the, our staff turnover is, is starting to decrease over a number of years. Um, we've been looking at that closely and looking at why um, um, we had those many turnovers. And I think, look, it's in the end of the day, it's, it's a large payroll. So, yes, we, we will have um, some type of recruitment activities happening. Um, each month um, but um, it's more in, in, in the metro area so here for example at Parramatta um, mm-hmm. um, we do have uh, more turno- turnovers here because the opportunities in Sydney of course is, is quite um, uh, demanding yeah sure sure we've got less less turnovers in in, in our office at um, at Charlestown um, but we are it's starting to decrease here so I think we're the, we're looking at how we can um, maintain that because as you were staff turnover is 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 quite costly as well for an organization so we're looking at um, ways how we can um, develop our staff give them the career path a different career path that we can um, provide within our organization. yeah fantastic so let me help you out what what, what do you look for in in uh, new recruits to health share payroll like okay. what, what skills and experience or are you looking for any experience at all what yeah. what sort of traits are you looking for yeah, as I said, I think we're we're trying to we're trying to plan for our workforce in, mm-hmm. in the next three to five years and what that's going to look like. And I think 
um, which we are trying to move away from your normal traditional payroll data entry analyst, um, data entry type of um, um, person. So we're more mm -hmm. looking at the high analytical skills, um, the ability um, to uh, analyze large data, that type of um, skill set is something that we will we will look forward for for our future workforce. Yeah, great. Yeah. Gee, if you like data, it would be an amazing place to work. I would have thought. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, having having um, that one platform really is. We have rich data coming in. It's a matter of how we can use that and provide um, the I guess that data back to our customers in a in a way that it's useful for them. For their business. Yeah, and what about what about customer service? I spoke with a lady who ran um, WA Health uh, payroll a few years ago, and she said one of the key things for her, you know, that she said like a uh, a doctor might have you know worked an emergency for you know might have done a fifteen or sixteen hour shift, and he's tired and he's wants to get home, and he checks his payslip, and there's something wrong with the pay, and he's you know, he's pretty cranky when he rings up the pay office um, because he's, you know, tired and he's just had a pretty stressful, very long shift. How do you, how do you feel around, I mean, how, how do you teach people? How do you um, feel around customer service in terms of your customers being those employees? That's a good question, Tracy. So we've got, uh, fortunately for us, we've got a customer experience team that's been assisting us in that process. So oh, great. Um, we we had our staff trained in empathy skills, um, customer persona. So it's it's for example in that scenario is understanding from a from a customer's shoes or from the doctor's shoes. How does it you know their day to day um, mm -hmm. work? They may not understand or they may not access a computer, um, so they sure. may not know how to even log in to our pay. So it's it's understanding those challenges. Um, for the staff that we do pay, from that from their perspective, mm -hmm. hopefully that will then assist when when they do they get those inquiries how to best manage that. Yeah, so we can't, yeah right. So we, we need to think about you know they may not understand um, what, what Starlink is, which is our, our payer system. Yeah, so we got to take them through those steps, and so um, I guess that will better then guide the way. Um, we resolve those queries and, and then hopefully then um, assist the doctor. With their yeah, right. Payroll. So, I mean, HealthShare must have also made not only in obviously training their staff, which is fantastic to hear that that's the sort of training that you've, you've given your team, but you also must have made a significant investment in technology to run such a sizable payroll. I mean, technology, disaster recovery, process control, all, all of those things. How do you use technology and, and um, you know, payroll governance and controls processes to make sure that the payroll is run the most efficient and compliant than it can be. Yep. So um, we we work with our um, partnership with um, eHealth New South Wales, mm -hmm. which is um, they're the owners of the system. So they look after all our IT infrastructure uh, right. for HealthShare. So um, they do have um, those, um, um, I guess, um, uh, governance and um, contingency plans and protocols. Sure. So they look after all your disaster recovery programs. And, yes, yeah, right. great. And, yeah. And, and that's really, and, and that's, I guess, it, it's a plus because for, for, for a system this large, we, we do have, um, we, we, we do invest in, in those infrastructures and making sure that sure. we've got that um, in place. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, many payrolls with that sort of volume, you know, the, the big payrolls in Australia have have often have pressure to offshore the processing to, you know, a low-wage country like the Indi- India or the Philippines. Have you felt that pressure at HealthShare? And what are your thoughts on offshoring? Oh, definitely. So contestability is something that we've been um, – is our focus in the last um, year and two and going forward for our next uh, strategy strategy going forward to ne- till 2020. So um, mm-hmm. we've done benchmarking as part mm-hmm. of the organization to, to, yep. to make sure we are – um, providing the best services in a cost-effective way to our customers. Yep. So we're we're, we're cons- consistently reviewing um, our processes and and benchmarking against other industries and seeing which areas or opportunities we can improve on to be pro- provide that better service. So when we do, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, when we do go through a contestability, for example, that we're ready. And we've got yeah, yeah, and don't get me wrong, Michael. I am not a fan of offshoring payroll at all. I've actually never seen it work well. I've never seen it. Um, I've actually never seen it really significantly dropping the price either. Yep. Um, and I've definitely never seen it improve customer service to the employees and to the and to the businesses. Um, I can't give you one example, and I'm sure that there might be listeners who can will probably phone me and email me cranky emails and say that there is one. But uh, And I'm, I'm, I'd be very happy to take those those emails and calls. But um, right now, today, I've never heard of it working well. So, um, that, But that's great that you've, you've always, you know, got that, that you've, um, you know, so, you, so you're ready, as you say. And I can't imagine for such a complicated 24-7 type of um, environment that your, you know, your staff are working and your your health staff are working in that it would be a great idea to offshore at all. Um but I suppose you need you need the data when when someone's asking. Uh, you can't just say Tracy's opinion says it's not going to work. Um, I mean, other than managing the actual payroll function, you're also a project manager, right? That's right. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, that 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 that's given me an opportunity to develop in another area, um, which which I was really fortunate to be given. Um, what what's 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 the latest project that you've completed, and and how has that affected the payroll function? Okay, so basically, I came into HealthShare um, um, to assist with the transitioning of um, the remaining um, health entities. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where I got I got into the project area. So it's 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 it's, it's those planning, um, right? Yeah, you know, going through the activities of migration, data migration, um, working with the customers to see what their requirements are. They may make sure that's that's incorporated in our payroll system, all that. Um, and that, that helped me, I guess, um, get into project management and understanding the fundamentals of project management. Um, but but that was something. So I guess the latest project that I worked on before I moved into this role um, was, I guess, transitioning um, our um, New South Wales ambulance, coincidentally. So oh, right. Okay. They were a little, they were, That's a blast from the past then. Yes. Yeah, so they were the final <laughs> health agency to come across to. Um, oh, is that right? <laughs> Okay, that's kind of cool. You've kind of finished the project and tie a bow around the end of it, that's right? right? That's right. <laughs> oh, that's that's fantastic. Um, well, what's on your wish list in terms of technology? What what would what sort of crazy technology might be on your wish list that might assist in your work? Then, well, as you know, I mean, it, it, yeah, as you know, Tracy, with with the technologies we have nowadays, I think we, this is probably a term that um, is going around. So, automation, robotics. Mm-hmm. That time, yeah. So it's it's possibly um, 
I guess uh, to assist us in, in that with automation, it's it's going to minimize you know any any errors that you know from a manual um, um, process that we currently have. If we move towards automation, we would have we would be able to reduce um, um, any uh, our, our, our error rates, which is not that mm -hmm. high. Um, we, we still we still operate even though we do have a lot of um, still manual processes in place because of the complexity of our ward, but we still are working around the ninety nine percent. Um, yeah, great. Which, which is good for a large payroll. So, but it's more moving towards that year of automation, you know. Yeah. Are, are you looking at any? Is there anything around at the moment that you're looking at that's real at the moment, or is it just still sort oh, of in yeah. theory? Yeah. That's right. We're just we're just in on our, I guess on our initial stage. Um, yeah. Okay. Our cool. Processes, which areas that we believe um, uh, automation would best be 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 introduced. Um, so it's, yeah, right. It's coming up with that proof of concept. No, it'd be interesting to follow yeah. that follow that journey. Mm. What what do you what do you enjoy most? You personally, what do you enjoy most about working in payroll? Again, it's to me, it's 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 attending to those payroll inquiries because it, mm -hmm. it's a, for me when I started payroll, I think when when you when you do address um, stuff stuff payroll inquiries and you do assist them with any payroll issues that they have, um, the satisfaction that you have afterwards, that that kind of um, give me that motivation to say, oh, I think this is, it's good. If you, even though you're not, even the working in your South house, you might not be categorized as a frontline staff, but you are, you are providing that support to them. You mm -hmm. know, um, it's, it, as you know, with payroll, it's, it's something that is, is personal for, for people because it is, it is, it, it is their salary that we are dealing with. And, and, um, you know, and for us to be able to, help them with that with any any of their issues uh that's something that they're really grateful for and i think um personally for me it's 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 giving me that satisfaction that we are also um helping in our new south Wales health system yeah i mean that's got to be really satisfying and particularly that you know i was reading um you know obviously you, you would know more than most about the queensland health uh, payroll problems some years ago but i was reading um as a few years ago something about the the knock on effects like it was all in the press you know Queensland Health payroll and you know, disaster blah 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 and all and, and, and all, who was, a lot of finger pointing at both the politician level and at the you know, operational level but one of the things I read with interest was that the um, the rate of um, elective surgeries the the wait list just went through the roof mm. it, you'd all of a sudden it really pushed out and the reason for that was is that the theatre nurses who do the um, who look after the elective surgery? It's always on an overtime shift. They they roster it, so that's that's the overtime shift. So of course, when these nurses were getting offered these shifts, they were saying no because they thought, well, they, we just don't think we're going to get paid for it. Which meant the elective surgery waitlist um, just blew out. So people didn't understand that. Sure, it was a payroll issue, but it was had a huge knock on effect throughout the organisation, and it actually affected both the employees' lives and also the employees' clients' lives, you know, the Queenslanders that were, were needing to use these hospitals. Yeah, definitely. So, so uh, payroll is one, one area that um, it, it could affect um, employers in that way. So, you know, if, if people are not paid correctly, then they, they tend to not then have an effect to their work. Mm. So what, what tips would you have for someone? If someone came to you, they were new in the payroll industry, they wanted to cement a career in payroll, what, what tips or advice would you have for them? 
again, it, I know we, we, we are moving towards um, a more automation and, and type of um, activity, but it's, it, again, the advice for someone that's coming into the payroll industry is uh, you, you need to have that um, customer-centric. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so really, because it comes down to, if we think about the future payroll, um, we're, we're more talking, we need to be able to provide that customer service. Um, mm-hmm. Need to, uh, again, going back to that um, empathy, we need to have those empathy skills. But again, we, we on top of that, we do, uh, we can't lose that. We, we, you would need to be good um, with your analytical skills. Yeah. And you know what the thing I love about empathy, you know, uh, there's lots of talk and there has been lots of talk about how technology is going to take jobs, et cetera. But, you know, a cute computer can't deliver empathy. So, um, you know, I think the, the future of payroll is alive and well. Um, you know, I don't, th- I, don't think, I don't think robots are taking our jobs anytime soon. Um, thank you for – thanks for your time, Michael. Thank you for persisting with this technology as well. We did have a few um, challenges at the start. It's been really, really interesting talking to you. Um, you've got a fascinating – payroll environment that you work in um and uh yeah really really appreciate your time and coming on talking payroll no worries tracy thanks for having me again hi this is tracy i hope you enjoyed that last episode of talking payroll if you've got any comments or questions please email them to us at podcast at ostpayroll.com.au And look, if there's anyone that you'd love to hear on this podcast or someone that you think that I just have to interview, and maybe that's even you, please let us know by emailing podcast at austpayroll.com.au. That's podcast at austpayroll.com.au. I'm really looking forward to having you listen again next time I'm talking payroll.